Why'd you sit like this? I don't know how I'm gonna sit. Sit normal. This is how I normally sit. Is it? No. Is that how you want to be on YouTube? Ow. Oh, I is forgot that, we're recording. Is that how you want to be? Yeah, guys, don't pick remember, your nose. There's a video. Oh, damn. damn it! <laughs> don't so, pick your nose. All right. Well, what about doing pick, this? Pick, pick. <laughs> I'm just is that how you want to be I'm on YouTube? I'm just gonna stay yeah. flexed and <laughs> Max tuning. Is that how you want to be Max tuning and Chris Man Guzman? Oh man, Chris Man Christian Guzman. I'm pumped. I'm pumped to get this on YouTube. That's a fact. Dude. YouTube's. That's a fact. Yeah. Truth is, okay. If we get like four more cameras and get the right angles, like zoom down in each one of our faces, we can have some pretty be, good cuts, man, and really make awesome. this into a production, dude. <laughs> That'd be cool. I completely agree. We need to have we'll hanging hanging. Hey, I got a question. Hmm. Is that your painting or Mike Bones? That's Mike Bones. Oh, he we, bought we, it. We need he that. We need no, that for bro, the new studio. I have. I, I have a painting. Well, can we get some art for the new studio? My uh, uncle's an artist. So oh, there we go. Original thoughts. Original right. paintings. Original thoughts. <laughs> art, artistry. All right. Hell yeah, that'd be awesome. All yeah, right. that would be. Ooh, what was that? Wow. <laughs> we just woke up everybody. Uh oh. What time is it? Benedict. Uh oh. <laughs> Not that time. <laughs> this man. Is that how you want to look on YouTube? Remember, we're on camera too. Yeah. Is that how you want to look on YouTube? You missed it. We should be. He's an expert. Labels. He's an expert Here we go. for YouTube. Here we go. Get those. Get those cans ready. Three, two, one, pop. Love it. Crispy. Crispy. Get in there. Cheers. Cheers, boys. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Here, here, cheers, Eddie. Here, here, cheers, I should have had a LaCroix. Oh, you're good, dog. It's not again. Oh, it's good. Tasty. Mm. <sighs> Shout out, DJ Wet Wipe. Oh, yeah. Do we need to Shout out, DJ Wet Wipe. Clap for the... Yeah. One, two, three. <laughs> what's up? What's up? Oh, Actually, one man. Yeah, one, yeah, two, yeah. three. Okay, 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 okay. There we yeah. go. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Episode 28 of the Original Thoughts podcast this is your uh humble and gracious and undeserving uh could we say host mc sure. mc i like that mc mc cast. mc mc cassidy what's up what's up what's up um man i know that's cassidy he's a hustle <laughs> y'all already know who it is uh we got our our weekly Podcast host with me right here to my right, number one. Number one, Azam. <laughs> and to his right, we got uh, Dougie Dips. I am Doug. And then we got a very <laughs> special guest tonight. Woo! Very first Original Thoughts podcast guest ever. Number one. Um, uh, can we give a shout out to Eddie? <laughs> Adventure Ed. By the way, all right, all right. you took that. Tell them where you got that from. Um, Ed, Ed, and Eddie, the cartoon show. <laughs> yes. Adventure Ed. <laughs> um, like I said, podcast guest tonight, Adventure Ed. So you can find him on Instagram at adventure.ed and on YouTube at Adventure Ed. Welcome, Ed. Thank you for being on the podcast tonight, man. Um, how's your week been so far? It's Thursday night. How's your week been so far, Ed? It's been awesome, man. Thank you so much for having me. I've been listening to you guys for the past few months, and 
Nice. I am so honored to be on here, man. Dude, we are okay. excited to have you on as the first Hell guest. Yeah, um, we've always talked about, you know, who should be our first guest on the podcast. Eddie's, Eddie's always and, been number one on the list. Yeah, well, Eddie's, Eddie's name has always came up. Eddie or, um, Chelsea May. Yeah. You know, or the models that we can't get on the podcast. Yeah. One of the, one of the models <laughs> we can't get on, uh, maybe eventually, but, but Eddie, you're just as cute. Eddie was just well, as cute. <laughs> he's, he, he's up there. <laughs> you definitely know more about birds. Yeah. That's fine. Um, some some of the Possibly. the people we want on the podcast might be birds, but you know about birds, so that's what we're excited for. Damn so right. we because we're always trying to learn about some birds on here. <laughs> <laughs> How to catch them? <laughs> so um, thank you, Eddie, for being on the podcast, boys. Doug Azam, how was the weekend? How was the past two weeks? Because we, we been have been on vacation. It's been a minute, man. Um, maybe nobody knew because maybe they weren't listening. Maybe they don't pay attention. But you know, I should hope they all love us and they knew that we were on vacation for two weeks. Two Thursdays in a row. I just sat in my room, clenching my knees, crying. I practiced, <laughs> man. I, I had like these little dolls next to me. One was was Cassidy, one was Doug, and I would just talk yeah. to them. And you know, it's a <laughs> lonely world out there for a single. What kind man. of dolls? <laughs> Whoa! You don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, man, it was fun. No, it was, I mean, it was it was sad not seeing you guys on on you know each of those Thursdays. But we had was, we, had, we still had we still had good stuff going on. Cast was in Peru, so yeah. while he was gone, we yeah. had to hold it down here. So um, it's partly my fault. I went to Peru for two weeks. Some Machu Picchu, dude. Saw, that, that uh, is that is a life Machu Picchu dream of mine. And the pictures you guys took were incredible. Oh, I my saw goodness. Rainbow Mountain. Wow. Um, I saw that the elevation of like sixteen thousand feet or something. Yeah, right? so we're like a thousand feet away from Everest ba- base camp. That's crazy. At the top of Rainbow Mountain. That's wild. It was so hard to breathe up there. <laughs> um, just the hike itself was only like a mile and a half to the top, but the the fact that we are like so like the, the air is so thin, so much more yeah. thin compared to San Diego. So it was noticeable, huh? Um, yeah, it was. It was really, really noticeable. Yeah. And um, we were at one point we were going like pretty straight up, and like, you just kind of like you're out of breath, you know? Yeah, dude, it's that's it, cool. The Andes are no joke, man. I, I have family. My grandparents live in in Oruro, Bolivia. Yeah. And the elevation there is twelve thousand feet, and which is not even close to what, what where you were. No, at. I mean, but I mean, we were in Cusco, which is thirteen thousand feet. That's yeah. the same, man. Did it, did you get altitude sickness? Did it take time to acclimate? Um, I didn't get altitude sickness, but as soon as I landed in Cusco, I felt it. Oh, yeah. Like, I, like my, my legs were weak. Like yeah. My body just felt like well, you're, weaker you're, at first. You're a big guy, man. You need a lot of oxygen. That's <laughs> true. Did you drink any beer at that elevation? I did. I get hammered um, after one beer. Because that's a noticeable reaction. Is yeah. Yeah. You'll feel alcohol. The, the first night, I didn't drink mm-hmm. beer. Um, but the second night, I drank beer. I had one beer, and I had a headache immediately. Oh, like, sure. it just it wasn't yeah. good i didn't want to drink anymore which is funny because there's like hostels all over the place that like party and stuff and, yeah, like, yeah. i don't know how people do it they must stay there for a week or more yeah, you went to a bunch of hostels did you go to peru uh i have been to peru uh i went to peru for a week in high school i've spent time some time in south america um yeah, you were after like college I, I was in ecuador by the way am i talking into the mic yeah, yeah you're good. good you're good yeah, i hear you well you all right cool yeah um oh there we go yeah no but Dude, one time I got really bad altitude sickness. I was uh, I went from Quito, which I want to say that's like nine thousand feet or something. I went right up to like fourteen thousand feet in like half an hour, and dude, yeah. I felt like such crap, man. It was yeah. so awful. And then I came right back down from that uh, and back to Quito, and I just started feeling a lot better. I do have a question. Do you see any condors? 
<laughs> man, did you hear about him? I, yeah. So I I was um, went to a zoo in Peru. It was like a it was like <laughs> a wildlife Peru. conservatory and where they were rehabilitating animals, wildlife, and uh, they had probably like ten condors in a cage. And I went in the cage with the condors. And they like flew over top of us. Wow! Like they were like I could have reached up and smacked the condor. It was <laughs> Dude, so that's close sick. to me. <laughs> it was awesome, man. It, it was yeah. really cool. And they were like condors are super friendly. I mean, they're, they're scavengers. Like they're yeah. not gonna try to attack you or harm you or anything yeah. unless you like try to get in their face or something. They'll like re- like snip at you or something like that. But otherwise, they're gonna leave you alone. Mm-hmm. And it was so cool just being in the cage with them. Like they're sitting like right here from like. Me to like a zom, like just hanging out yeah. right next to me, like yeah, maybe that's five sick, six man. feet away. Well, those are really special animals, dude. You know, we got condors in here in California yeah. too. California's yeah. an endangered species. Yeah, so and actually, mm-hmm. they are doing the best they have in a really long time because they were almost extinct, and they pretty much they captured them all. Did uh, there's a huge um, captive breeding program with the San Diego Zoo, yeah. where uh, for years and years um, they're trying to bring them back from the brink of extinction, and now I think I read an article. Like last week or a couple of weeks ago, over a thousand condors have been born since they started that program, wow. which That's is awesome. good. It's incredible. Yeah, That's sure. amazing, man. Hey, cheer, cheers to condors, wildlife conserva- conservation. Yeah. Um, what, what kind of beer Air are we cheers. drinking this week, boys? What do we got here? What do we got? Foundation. Foundation. South of the Border Suds. South of the Border Suds. Never heard of it. Oh, uh, this, oh Thorn Brewing Company. Exactly. Dude, I was there last by, night. I was there last night for the Run Club. Oh, nice! They make. They, they make what is, where was that at in San Diego? Thorn Brewery. Yeah. What like Mission? What neighborhood? Oh, this is their newest tasting room up in Mission Hills, actually. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Thorn, I know it's Thorn Brewery. But well, yeah. so they have a couple of locations. One's in like North Park, off of Thorn Street, and then they have another one in Barrio Logan. Okay. Oh, nice. By the way, nice. how, how is the Run Club going? I haven't well, been well, in like were, two years. There were a ton of people there yesterday. You should come through one of these weeks. That's cool. I, I should. Weeks. I just kind of quit. By the way, does the podcast know about the wrong club? I don't think they do. Um, you guys already talked about it. Yeah. Azam and I have been plenty of times. Mm-hmm. Doug's never been. Nope. Uh, as far as our listeners, we, we probably haven't talked about it in a hot minute. I don't think we have. I, I think maybe originally. Cliff Notes version. It's just a weekly run club where we um, start at a, a different bar in a different neighborhood every week. And you run four miles and then you finish at that bar. And you just have a, like a happy hour and hang out with, with your friends or whatever. So it's a good way to meet people. A good way to like hang out with a, a crew every week. You know, it's on Wednesdays every week. So so I have a question: How hmm. many dates have you gone on since <laughs> like your whole time at the run wait, club? Wait, wait, wait. Are you asking them how many girls he's met at the run club? Well, like, how, on how, dates how many? With? Not not only how many girls. Like how many girls has he actually gone out on a real date with? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That he met at the run yeah, club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Do you have a number? Uh, zero. No, I, I don't go to the run club to, to like try and pick up girls. I go. Well, I mean, you shouldn't go to the run club to try yeah. and meet girls. But if you meet girls while I run club, that's okay. Yeah, of course. And not not mm-hmm. frowned upon. But I've met some of my closest friends at run club. Guy, girl. like, And, and I've gone on. Actually, I went to Channel Islands National Park with, I think it was like 80% people that I met from run club. I was talking with David about it yesterday because he and I were the only people that actually didn't run yesterday night. He's recovering from a... Like his, uh, I think Achilles uh, mm-hmm. injury, and I ran nine miles earlier. Yesterday. Yeah, that's so, true. That's one of the well, things you did while you while we were we were on hiatus. Is you went to the Channel Islands? Channel Islands, yeah, yeah. that's right. That was, um, that was a great time. I I don't want to get too far into because we we'll, we could talk ad nauseum <laughs> about sure. what we did over the past two weeks, but that was also a great time. I 
let's talk about uh, so, the, the pontoon boat. The with, oh yeah, yeah. So this last, last weekend, weekend the pontoon. The last weekend, yeah, we celebrated uh, Wes's birthday, his thirtieth birthday. Uh, that was fun. Yeah, we went out, went out in the Mission Bay. I've gotten I've, as the summer started. I was like, I got to get out in the bay as many times as humanly possible, yeah. and it's 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 somehow materialized. I've almost like every other weekend. I feel like I've been out on the bay. It's been fun, but it's <laughs> been, been awesome. It was it was really cold. <laughs> it was cold. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, California's made me soft and weak. So <laughs> real real quick, uh, plug for the Run Club. Next Wednesday is their fourth anniversary. That's right. Uh, Run and chug at Waterfront in Little Italy. Yep. So I um, hopefully I can make at least the drinking part, just because I got <laughs> softball a, Wednesday night. That's yeah. all you want to yeah. go to. Yeah, I mean, really, like you know, hopefully. <laughs> no, hopefully Cass, Cassie's like, run. I, I remember I I told him about it and dragged him to it like exactly when we exactly. first met. Um, and he's definitely done the run a few times, but you know, you get complex. So right now, um, running Chuck. Speaking of Chuck, and we are drinking on a Baja style lager from Thorn Street Brewery. Um, it, it looks like it's a uh, 30th, 30 year anniversary partnered up with the friends at Foundation Skateboards. Oh, that's what that so, is. So, uh, Baja style, so more like a, like a Pacifico style. It's a 4.4% alcohol. Uh, or I'm sorry, 4.5% alcohol south of the border suds, man. It's got a really dope can that's like all graffiti styled out, um, looking really fresh. Like, I, I love the art on it. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, what, what would you guys describe it in taste? Oh. Tastes like a really nice Takate. Really nice Takate. <laughs> it's got more flavor than a Takate, that's for sure. But I can I can taste some of the bitterness of a Takate in there. Yeah. Um, Tastes like Mexico. 1 to 10. What yeah. You, yes. I, that's Baja style. Yeah, that's what it's aiming for. 1 to 10, what would you rate it? Doug? Uh, I'll go 7.5. 7. Okay. I don't know. I'll, I'll say uh, 7.1. I was thinking 7.1 as well. I'll give it 7.2 just so I'm not saying so, it's good. So, you know, San Diego is famous for its breweries. Mm-hmm. What would you say is the average rating on a scale from 1 to 10 for a beer in San Diego from like a microbrewery in San Diego? Seven. We've been getting everything around seven. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Seven podcast. Seven. At least seven. on the podcast. I mean, Natter Day has dragged everything down a little bit. I give it a 10. But that's not a San Diego brew. <laughs> Natterdays is not. Natterdays also brew. coming out with one of those like Yo, white my, cloth. My, my roommate picks them up like yesterday. A sel- a he was to, I, I show up home from the run, and then he and his girlfriend are watching Stranger Things, and he's like, <laughs> "See on the on the table, there's like the Natterdays hard seltzer," and she's yeah. like, "Oh my god, awesome. I got Kyle. He came home with two cases, and he told me that he went to the <laughs> liquor store, and the guy was so excited. He's like, you're the first person to buy these. <laughs> <laughs> one of them's so called fun. Aloha Beaches. Aloha Beaches. <laughs> yeah, I looked for those. I, like I couldn't find them really? at best. Couldn't find uh, really know where you got them from. Uh, and apparently, the other thing that's new is uh, four loco. Four yeah, locos. Four locos back. Fourteen percent. Oh lord. Let's 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 start out the One. shout outs there, man. Shout out uh, four <laughs> loco with a hard seltzer right now. Fourteen percent alcohol. Oh man. Um, I tried to. People are gonna those. go to jail. We're gonna try it on the podcast. That's <laughs> no. a fact. We're trying oh. it on the podcast. Just like college. Um, we I'm might gonna... have to get Ubers out of here to go home. <laughs> When we, when we drink a few of those. I'll have to get an Uber to my room. I'm drinking a few. I'm drinking a sip. Yo, what was wild, I went to Peru. I found the original Four loco down there in Peru. With caffeine? With caffeine. They still yes. make the Four locos with caffeine in Peru. Oh, theirs wow. is with cocaine. And we were... There's <laughs> <laughs> caffeine there. Um, on the low, on the low, Peru's like <laughs> really big exporter of cocaine. 
<laughs> yeah, uh, all, you know, they, I mean, they can't claim in their GDP, but you know, Peru, <laughs> Colombia, yeah. Um, but yeah, so same, same effect. We found the four locos, and we of course we tried it, and it still tastes like shit. It was mm. terrible, <laughs> dude. And sorry, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yep. All right. Cool. Sorry, I'm new to this. <laughs> You're like, the, the, we can always hear you, Eddie. Just, just go ahead and talk. I'm <laughs> so <laughs> glad we're videotaping so everyone can see know, Eddie right? beautifully laid out on the couch right now. Dude, the leg spread. Just lay you know, up. You got to be comfortable. It's a podcast, man. It's not like I rehearse you, you the guest, 20 man. times yeah. in a row. We want you to be comfortable. What's on your mind? What's your thoughts? Dude, so when I went to Peru, I was too young to drink. But when I went to Ecuador, the beers were massive. They were like this big. Is that how they're in, in Peru? <laughs> Yo, yeah, man. The beers were absolutely they're they're usually like one point <laughs> five liters. Yeah, and they were like maybe ten dollars US. Okay, like What's it was share though, right? It was. Uh, well, we're Americans, so we drank it all to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> no, I shared a couple a couple of the pops. That's like but, in Germany when they do the at, like the huge the steins. steins. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. Yeah, we need to have a noisy boys podcast from Germany. Oktoberfest. <laughs> Oktoberfest, let's go. Yeah, I'm gonna be in Rome in October. Just come to come. We, we keep shooting big. Oh, thanks, thanks so for far, the invite. So on. far, we've promised to have a Noisy Boys podcast. Uh, we were gonna do a, a, a like a mobile concert series. We were gonna do one from the moon. Now we're saying <laughs> Germany. <laughs> we're gonna. We have to fall through with one of these. The, the Germany. Uh, we'll probably make it to the moon before we make it to Germany. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's probably true. <laughs> hey, we, we definitely got a guest on the show. So we get. We met one milestone. One yeah, milestone, right, dude. Yes. Thanks, Eddie. Hell Hell yeah, man. Hell well, yeah. dude, this Cheers, is a milestone for me. Let's today. go. <laughs> All right. Stick with the shout-outs. Uh, we got to keep the uh, listeners up with the Padres. Padres, we started out hot this season. We promised everybody they are going to be 500. They are now, uh, what, seven games below 500. Um, they're 54 and 67. They're in fourth place in their, fourth place in their division. Um, yeah, they're not doing too hot. Uh, they won last night against the Rays. But the the Padres could be doing better. So, um, you know, I think they're still young. They they're still figuring out their chemistry. They yeah. got Fernando Tatis, man. He's going to be Tatis. an all star. Yeah. He's gonna, he's gonna, I think he's got a bright. Got Machado. Future ahead of him. I mean, I I completely agree with you there. But I'm saying like with the squad, they should be at least a 500. Yeah, they'll get there. There's still some time left in the season. Mm, I so, think I think they might make it there. So, uh, how many games have you gone to this year? I've been to one. Um, I think I've been to five this year. Well, I'm going to a big one though. The uh, Red Sox are coming into town next week. Everybody's going to Red Sox. I'm going. It's actually my company mm-hmm. outing, so tickets oh. are free, Amazing. beer is free, food is free. Can you sneak in us? I maybe. We'll see. <laughs> well, what, day, what, day, what day is there? Saturday. Saturday, hit me up. I'm nice. free. All right. Um, what else? Woodstock 50 year anniversary today. Oh yeah, 50, that's right. 50 years ago, we had Woodstock happening. Do you think the Noisy Boys would have been at Woodstock? Do you think Eddie would have been at Woodstock? I think we would have been, man. I think we all have that kind of like, you know, we're, we're, we're lovers, not fighters. We got that like free kind of spirit mentality, especially you, Eddie, Adventure Ed. Yeah, Adventure Ed. Would we, you have been at Woodstock? We love good music. Dude, hell yeah. I've, one time I had like a Woodstock like, thing in my own backyard <laughs> hell yeah that's right please tell me it was you substances being yeah. consumed uh, <laughs> and he had it. uh janice I, I joplin and jimmy hendrix look alike <laughs> in his backyard <laughs> all the tribute bands <laughs> so, do you, you guys let me list off some of the the headliners of that concert of that festival just yeah. because 
I'm sure today everyone just would appreciate these bands, right? Santana, Creedence Clearwater Revival, uh, the band, the band, Grateful Dead, Joe Cocker, um, Janis Joplin, like Cassidy mentioned already, Jimi Hendrix. Like Jimmy. they were, they was, these were like people that were destined to be rock and roll hall of famers, right? You, you know what's wild is that if you watch um, one of the Woodstock documentaries, there's tons of them out there. But one of them says that when Jimi Hendrix got on stage, he played the national anthem right. on his electric guitar. Apparently, he was tripping so hard off of like LSD or some type of drug that he thought that his guitar was a snake, and he was trying to wrestle it. Oh, I heard that. To like get the snake under control. <laughs> <laughs> just it, like he was playing the I've national anthem, he was, like while doing it. I've heard he this. was so tripped up. Man. He was an absolute, absolutely incredible guitarist. Oh, amazing! He, he played. So first of all, he played lefty, and and today a lot of lefties they play on a guitar that's strung out for a lefty. But he would play it on a regular guitar that was that strung was for strung a for a righty. Yeah, he would just play. He play with his tongue. Play behind his back. He would. There was one where he made so love incredible. to his guitar. And it was ridiculous, man. The man was an animal. It is, yeah, Abs- absolutely amazing, man. I've been listening to a lot of Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, and they unfortunately, <laughs> Jimi Hendrix part of the Twenty Seven Club, man. Uh, you know, twenty. Uh, yeah. Amy Winehouse, Mac Miller, all yeah. twenty seven years old when they Kurt passed Cobain? away, man. Damn, that's curse, Kurt man. Cobain. Yeah. It's kind of a curse, man. I'm glad we all broke the Twenty Seven Club. We did. Hey, cheers yeah. to them, and cheers to breaking the Twenty Seven Club. Yeah, you know, hey, maybe we're Jeez, not yeah. true genius. Maybe the mark of a true genius is being a part of the Twenty Seven Club. <laughs> yeah, and we're not. We just have a podcast. Hey, we're part of the. We got years. old, and instead of getting wives, we got podcasts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> another another shout out right now, um, Miley Cyrus, claiming Hot Girl Summer, breaking up with Liam Hemsworth. And now dating a girl. How pissed off would you be if you're Liam Hensworth? <laughs> well, <laughs> like low key, because he's not going to tell anybody. Mm. But low key, I mean, I think I'd be st- your wife. To get rid of your wife Cyrus. just broke up with you. He, she, they were married. <laughs> they were at least, in, yeah, they're engaged. She, where's she in her craziness level? She's still crazy, or is she normal again, or what's up with her? Crazy. She's still crazy. Okay. Yeah, she's crazy. I didn't know if that ever stopped. But yeah, where's she, she on she the posted, hot crazy matrix? Um, oh god! Yeah, she's crazy on the hot crazy matrix. <laughs> she's hot and crazy. The fun zone, maybe. No, <laughs> I wouldn't even put it the fun zone at this point. <laughs> wasn't the fun? Wasn't the good side of the matrix? No. Wait, when was First the last off, time she um, came out with a song? That's what I was just thinking. I don't know. I haven't heard of anything from her until she like really went nuts. She just like, played Hannah Montana. Montana. Did you really? She, like, she's killing it. Yeah, she's still really? killing it. I know you want to go there. Yeah, I do want to go to Glastonbury Festival really bad. She just played there. Um, hmm. I will yeah, say, I Hot Girl Summer took an L with this Miley Cyrus debacle right now. I heard of this Hot Girl Summer. Yeah, well, Hot, what is this? Hot Girl Summer. I haven't have, heard about Eddie, this. have you heard of Hot Girl Summer? I've heard of my own Hot Girl Summer. <laughs> 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 well, what's yours? Hot. Eddie. <laughs> You just got out of a relationship. You could not say you just went through your own hot girl summer. I, I, I Summer's not over, Freddy. No, no, no. I've heard of my own hot girl summer. <laughs> Look, like, I've had one before. Hot, <laughs> hot girl summer. It all started naturally. It all started with men. The women tried to follow suit. Right? It started with hot boy summer. Right? It's, it's all about, like, single men going out there having a good time. Like flat, you know, Who showing, showing off, social media, flashing off, hot boy summer, having a good time, right? 
then the women naturally had to join it. And now, now it's hot girl summer. They ruined it all. And now, now <laughs> it's hot boy summer versus hot girl summer. Yeah. And so the the women are trying to take over, saying, "Hey, it's all hot girl summer." And like they're they're trying to be single. They're trying to show off. They're trying trying to look good in Was front there- of front of everybody on social media. We're really no the the hot boys really got it going on. Was there a single person who started this, or is this just a social media social trending media thing? thing? thing yeah. yeah, okay. It it's, sounds it's, like it's something that the could... summer twenty nineteen hot boy summer women can't take over. Nah, hot girl summer. It, it's they're taking L's left and right out here. Mm-hmm. Like they're stealing money off of dudes. They're Wait, what? they're <laughs> they're posting. You, you didn't see you didn't see the Twitter thing. This girl is like twerking mm-hmm. on a guy in a New York City club. And she like bent over, twerking on him, uh-huh. reached through her legs into his back pocket and stole his wallet out of his back pocket. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, nah. Is there a video? There is a video. Oh, yeah, that's really it's awesome. on Twitter. There's a video. I gotta see this. That's All right, I gotta start sending y'all. So is this like a major hashtag? Some flexibility. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hot, okay. hot girl summer, hot boy summer is a thing. Man. Hey, he's about to follow it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm about to. Come up with some crazy <laughs> shit. Eddie's going to fight back. Crazy shit. Hide your wallet. Yo, hot, yeah. hot Girl Summer canceled. But, you know, Eddie, um, what, what do you think? As a new single man out here, what oh, do you think yeah. about Hot Girl Summer? Are you ready for it, Eddie, now that you're single? I mean, I guess I'm ready to, uh, to get involved with uh, – trying to call out girls that are a part of hot girl summer <laughs> yeah. to really you know get down in the trenches with them and, and, he, and he's like try try the hot girl summer thing on me we'll see what happens and he's about to go down to south america for their summer and keep the summer rolling yep. keep the summer. <laughs> so, that's right that's and peru a, is winter so he's like, getting ready i feel like hot girl summer is almost like a way to cause a celibate summer among men yeah it could be a big scheme Ooh. Maybe celibate summer. Does that bring up memories? Uh, maybe when I was sixteen. Celibate. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I've had. Um, I guess every <laughs> November, no, not November. We talked about it one time. Yeah, on the podcast, no, no, November. Uh, but all right, Eddie, Eddie, we're on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> This is our very first YouTube video. They're going to be able to see you giggling on YouTube. Yeah, we will see your red face. <laughs> Yo, I'm red face because it's hot. Because it's, it's, it's hot boy Doug's apartment. Right now. Hot boy Doug's apartment. Dude, you, you got to have uh, like a two second clip of the Nelly song. Hot and her to. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's the drop we're starting. Right we'll get that drop. That's how we're starting. Yeah, yeah. Give me a minute. I'll get that drop. All right. Uh, All right. Rolling, rolling on through. Video games is always the theme of this podcast. <laughs> Don't ever tell Cassidy me again. Because wants to convince everyone he's not a nerd. That's, why, that's <laughs> well, what's happening. No, I am a nerd, but <laughs> video games pays, all right? Video yeah, games that's pay. true. Being a video gamer pays. This 16-year-old kid just won $3 million for a day of his time. Dude, he competed funny. in a Fortnite tournament and won $3 million. For all of you uh, hot girls out there, hot girl summer, um, Fortnite is a video game where you play one person against uh, 59 other people or 60 people total on a giant map. And what you do is you compete to be the last person alive on this map of 60 people total. This kid won $3 million doing that. It's crazy. It's, it's that simple. He's 16 years old. 
I really enjoyed all the people making fun of it. We're not making fun of it, but just making jokes about the fact that he won three million. Being like, you know how like parents are always like telling their kids like, you know, get off video games. Like, exactly. You got to do something that'll make you some money. And then this kid made three million dollars. And that's only in prize money. Not to mention how much money he's making off streaming sponsorships. Mm-hmm. Sponsorships. Because yeah, yeah. like you can easily go on there and be like, you know what? I'm practicing to get ready to make my three million dollars. But while I practice, now I'm going to stream it, and like. 20,000, 30,000, 100,000 people can watch me stream it and they can donate money to me. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I can easily pay, like, I can make six figures alone just on streaming. So, this is all on Twitch, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, this tournament was on Twitch. Okay. Yes. Dude, I've never, I've heard all about that. I guess it's an app platform, it's a website. It's like YouTube, right? But live streaming games. It's like a live streaming yourself playing video games. Yeah, exactly. Live streaming yourself playing video games. It's almost like playing video games now is going to be like just playing a sport. It already has gotten to that point. They're called esports. I remember back when I was in high school and Halo 2 was a big thing. They used to have MLG, Major League Gaming. They'd have tournaments with a bunch of people like nerding out and playing Halo. And they would actually compete for prize money and it was pretty legit. So the prize money, that... That comes from just everyone who enters the tournament? No, no. The prize money comes from um, this specific tournament. The, uh, Epic, the creators of Fortnite. Put Epic it on. created Fortnite? So, so yeah. where does no the money come? So, so that, that company who... put in $3 million. Oh, that the company price put in. Yeah. Okay. They've made easily wow. over a billion dollars on the game. Wow. So mm-hmm. they can Fortnite. Because a million people watch this uh, yeah. tournament go down on Twitch and YouTube. It's crazy. Wow. A million people, man. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. Like we're not they're getting more views than some NFL football. Games. In terms of what yeah. <laughs> in terms of like the future and what's coming next, I like the idea of like, you know how everything's going like virtual reality and like people can like kind of even with their own physical bodies like play the game. I wonder if then you'll start having like you know, the supreme athletes that you have in sports then playing the video games. And so then it becomes yeah. like you're you're in this video game world, but you have people where it's you're you're reliant on having you know being athletic, and like for the virtual reality stuff, I yeah, wonder if that it's could become like a well. I, I mean, like, I think we you we all played video games growing up, right? Yeah. yeah. Have you noticed any like like I feel like I have pretty good hand eye coordination, very you know like I kind of cap like reflexes. Think and it helps. Toss me a beer, I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder I if it you, helped. Dog. You think it helped? I mean, I think. Um, Maybe you're right. I wonder. So, uh, what's funny? Buttons. I just went to a conference this week for work. One of like the conference was uh, putting all these like fun facts on their PowerPoint display during the middle of the conference. Right. Yeah. One of the fun facts was um, that said uh, thirty or thirty-seven percent of doctors say that they play video games as kids. And to help them become uh, better doctors as adults. I believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like surgeons. You know, yeah. Like just like hand-eye coordination. And, reflexes. Um, timing. Problem solving. Problem mm-hmm. solving. Doing, yeah. doing puzzles and stuff. Yeah. It, definitely, man. And I want to take us off. off. Uh, well, I won't do it. I was just about to say. Uh, video games have also been in the news just because people are freaking out about the violent video games. They have. And actually, just, just like... So I, don't, I don't know if we want to go down that path. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole, but I will <laughs> yeah, mention right. that there is it no hasn't correlation. Ever been yeah, exactly. There's right. no correlation There's no between kids that play video games and a predisposition to violence. So, right. as, aside from that, though, it is this does bring up an interesting question. Are video games like good for you? Because conventional wisdom for me 
was that, you know, video games are just a waste of time. Dude, I used mm. to be so obsessed with Madden. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Through I've had junior some, high, high school, dude, I spent way too many hours just wasting my life. And, dude, I would I would get, like, the, the strategy guides. I would read, like, every single team, like, how to do a fantasy draft in Madden. I would study all the ratings of all the players. And then, actually, kind of what happened was uh, I took a, a ornithology class, a bird class, uh-huh. biology elective at my high school. Very fortunate. I discovered the <coughs> whole world of birding. Mm-hmm. And I kind of switched over from Madden to birds and now ever since then i've been obsessed with just you know knowing all the names of the birds you know right like, drafting birds yeah i mean pretty you much t- you, you took know, the same like adding birds to my list like yeah. the nerdy you're going for that you know, big year still right yeah at some point for sure man. For, for our listeners for sure. who don't mean? know yeah you guys are yeah our podcasters what what is a big year yeah a big year is when you try to see as many bird species as you can in an entire year and usually it's for like a certain area. Some people, like kind of the most famous competition is in North America. How many species can you see in North America in one year? So people will drive across the continent. If uh, the people who hold the records, you know, they had like enough money to fly all across the continent. They actually made a, a movie about it. Yeah, it's called The Big Year. Yeah, The Big Year. It's with uh, Jack Black, Steve Martin, and Owen Wilson. Huh. And uh, yeah. Really? Yeah, it actually. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's, it, uh, it is- actually got like a lot of attention, like. Yeah, sure. Um, but uh, yeah, someone, this one guy actually did, uh, actually a couple people did a global big year. Wait, how, do you, how do you document it? Like, how do you say that you saw one? Well, so that that is the That's thing about question. it, which, which kind of makes it, you know, why, hard for Eddie, a lot of why can't you just make up, be like, yo, I saw an owl, then I saw um, an eagle, then I saw a booby. <laughs> why can't you just make it up as you go? Well, everyone's going to believe you that you saw a booby. <laughs> of course, the I won't believe no, this dude, but, uh, <laughs> I don't even hear Sorry. what you said. I missed it. No, there is. Forget about it. Keep going. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean that's the thing that is kind of hard to explain. Is uh, you know, obviously you can take photographs, but is that mandatory in no, order no. to document? No. Well, it's not. I mean, some people have different rules, you know. But I mean, it is kind of just like the honor system thing. That's the thing about bird watching is that. You know, people do it because they love to do it. It's yeah. not actually like a true competition. It's just kind of like a fun competition. That's you know? cool. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, really, people just do it for the love of nature, you know? Yeah. I guess the reason why I was asking is because I've seen like people who are like, uh, like, uh, I guess they're really just like beer enthusiasts. They'll like, yeah. uh, they'll like have apps where they'll like go and they'll like try the beer. And I wonder if there was like a bird app where you're like, okay, I've got this one. And you follow oh, some dude, other there, snap there a photo. There are. There are lots okay. of apps like yeah, that yeah. for sure. That's that cool, man. You keep. There's a whole website online. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called eBird where mm-hmm. you can enter in all the birds that you see. It's ta- they're tagged geographically, and then all of that data actually. Um, it's compiled and scientists actually use that data for like legit studies on how like you know how all kinds of stuff are affecting populations of birds which is it's it's yeah. pretty interesting actually like yeah, yeah. you know in a nerdy science sort of way dude you know? no, that's cool well and that's that's interesting because i mean like you were saying like you took you took the the kind of uh ob- obsession of detail with the madden and yeah. then you've, you've then you just then you tri- yeah. put that into the bird yeah i've i've always been you know into like details like and i mean the thing about birds is there's so many different kinds that like it makes it easy i feel like for me to like project that obsession onto them you know because you have yeah there's plenty of the, yeah i mean if i you're was not gonna just, get you're not gonna get bored 
Yeah, if I I feel like if there were like other types of wild like if I was obsessed with mountain lions, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, mountain yeah, lions yeah. are cool, but like that ends there's somewhere. only one species of mountain lion around right. here, and they're so hard to see. You know, they're kind of right, right. plus if you do see one, it's probably not a good thing. <laughs> well, might maul you. Yeah, or a, a cougar. Yeah, Coo- yeah. I mean, I how many cougars have you seen? Uh, I see quite a few. Well, you've seen quite what if a few. Yeah, yeah, they're dangerous, man. That's true. That's yeah, watch out for them. There's, so, only, there's some animals you, you can't do that. No with. one said there's anything wrong with cougars. <laughs> hey, I will say, Eddie, uh, all my friends, you are one of the most um, well-studied and intellectually capable person about a particular subject matter that I've ever met. I mean that. Well, thank you. You've written books, literally. He's written books on on birds, and and I did write one book about birds and at this wildlife refuge in Costa Rica. It was pretty cool. Yeah, published. Yeah, that's awesome. Everything. Yeah. So, I hats off to you, Eddie, for for being so passionate about what you love. Well, yeah, thank that's you. Awesome. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. Hats off to you too, man. So now it's all the fish. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You're right. This guy built- I'm passionate about what I love. So, <laughs> I love, I love let's, pussy. let's go. <laughs> <laughs> this is what got him in trouble in the last of Zombs of Paris. Yeah. Uh, I love it. Next topic. I love it. Zombs. Affairs. <laughs> you know, we had a couple other things, but now we're, we're going into this. We're going, <laughs> we're going into this. You, you shouldn't have made your joke. Dr. Hazard, to gonna... me, thank you very much for being my guest on Hard Talk today. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, a doc, Dr. Azam. Dr. Azam, to me, thank you very much for being my guest on Hard Talk today. The problem is he says Dr. Azam so fast. I okay, know, this right? is Dr. Azam. <laughs> <laughs> we can post process. I got I I to slow, slow it down. But you know what? <laughs> we'll it Here we go. Right. Shazam. Shazam! Hit us with Shazam's affairs, Shazam's affairs right now. Man, well. Okay, first off, okay, uh, we don't have to dive into detail, but last Shazam's affairs um, didn't turn out well at all. Just to recap, we don't need to dive into detail, but just to recap, um, let's just say they are better off not as friends. So <laughs> better off not as friends. I don't know what to say. She's a great girl, and. Uh, I basically, I think we talked about the situation, going and grabbing drinks before the uh, situation occurred, and she listened to the podcast after the <laughs> quote-unquote date or whatever, and by that point, our, well, what we had discussed was not, you know, relevant anymore, because we were just guys talking, you know, What's guys like to name? talk. Just really quick. Did yeah. you have to make up like a code name for her? No, I don't have to. Right? I'm just going to call her her. <laughs> Blue-footed booby. Yeah. Blue-footed booby. Blue-footed booby. In any case, what whatever. What are the chances you know, for listening? It's, it's, if she still listens after that week. <laughs> if you're listening, hello. I'm great. I'm, then I'm thankful. I'm thankful. Yeah, yeah. Yo, it was, it was, it was got a legit follower. It was a, it was a great like, you know, quote-unquote date slash hanging out. Thing. We went and we got... Uh, Drinks and and some sushi at at a restaurant in Italy. Then we went over to Nolita Hall and got pizza and and then we just were catching up like old friends, man. And yeah. honestly, like I came out of that whole thing feeling like you know I'm comfortable being friends with this person. And then That's she listened good. to the podcast, which we had recorded like a week earlier. She, she listened to Doug and I talk. She was like, oh yeah. So whatever. Doug you know? and Cassidy. For me, there's no hard know. feelings for her. It might be a little awkward, but whatever. Look, how about, how about she, other, well. she's really gonna miss out when we blow up, and she's gonna be like, "Damn, Azam's an international superstar," <laughs> and I could have been there. Yeah. So what? Uh, so 
Has any have you gone on a date sensor or talked to any? So what are your new affairs? Yo, it's been it's been pretty quiet on the Western Front. Come on! Oh, dude, I mean, come on! You went to Peru, like I went to Channel Islands. Every weekend, I feel like I'm gone, and every weekday, I feel like I'm busy with work or like doing some sort of like social event. Right. Just kind of being. But you, know. you showed us a screen cap earlier. You on Bumble? Oh, that was a good point. Like, so yeah, so I remember I had this segment, and yesterday I was like, "Damn, I got to start swiping like or something." <laughs> I got to come up with something. Right, so you got a screen cap on Bumble? So yeah, what, I got a couple, happened? a couple things or whatever. Well, the one yeah. thing you showed me is that a girl opened a Bumble conversation with just the emoji of like the girl oh, yeah. uh, waving. Waving. Yeah, yeah. And, and I haven't replied yeah. to that because that's weak, man. Like, come on, girls don't have game. I think I think when it comes down to it, girls don't have game girls don't have game or they downright match with me the majority they, of them don't have game and they don't message like like he, the thing about bumble is the woman this is right this is my type man she's cute blonde short like but fit adventurous just send me a text you know because and bumble if they don't message you they expire you can't yeah, do anything about expire. it expire so oh, but you can but, extend it a lot of girls they match you gotta and they pay for the that extension man. no 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 you get you one free extension oh you get one free okay yeah i did so that already. i've been out of the game for a minute man <laughs> i heard you but, use my extension <laughs> what i was gonna say is i think i think uh the problem is well i guess this, this is the problem for everybody um on on bumble or tinder or anything it's, it's just that, yeah there's there's just there's just, it's just too much so she probably threw that that little um emoji with the hand wave just being like who cares if this even amounts to That's probably her opening line to every guy. Right. Yeah. Which is, just, yeah, she's trying yeah, to Yeah, she like, just does that. She just opens to make sure the conversation will open. Will happen. And then who knows if anything yeah. will actually exactly. come of it. Here's, here's one question I have is, how has, how, have, how has online dating, all these online dating apps, changed how people interact with each other on the weekends, like in the bars? Like, because conventionally that's how people... Mostly meet each other, but also, mm-hmm. also I guess yeah. this could be applied. You know, to what like- the best is seeing somebody at a bar that you saw on the online dating app, but you didn't like, like you made a connection, but you didn't mm-hmm. like meet up yeah. for whatever reason. How many times has that happened to you? Uh, a bunch of times. A bunch of times. Yeah. Um, Damn, San Diego is not that big of a city, then, huh? No, it's not. You know, wow. and you know, what's interesting is, is to, to your to your question about just how has it changed things. It seems like. Uh, I don't think on like uh, from a bar scene perspective, it's actually changed that much, other than maybe that what Cassie just said, where it's like you see other people. But I think it changes how people interact, like when for the non-bar. I don't think like there's the running club, or maybe like the running club or any kind of like non-bar yeah. situation. I think there's probably more of like less trying to meet dates that way because now now you have the bars and you have this thing on your yeah. phone. Am I wrong? I mean, yeah. is there anything? If you notice any like decline in in you know person to person interactions, I would bars? say the bars are like now you're, like, you're going out with your friends now just to have a good time. And no one. Goes Whereas to- maybe in the past, like, you've gone to the bars to specifically meet somebody so, to potentially date. I will say the bars are they're difficult, man. They're everyone's out there with their friends. Like people are not as basically have to be really fucked up for it to be okay to approach someone. But, <laughs> I'm not sure what you mean. So you mean like drinking? Like some like some people drinking. need to be drinking to approach L- yeah, somebody. You know, liquid courage or whatever. You liquid know. courage. Otherwise, yeah, some, you, go, you go to the bars. You go to the bars need and to approach people. And that certain, way, certain neighborhoods but, are different, I guess. But like PB, for example, you're gonna go there. You go out to the bars. You're with your friends. Hey, I want to hang out with my friends too. You know. So I understand why other people don't want to be approached by guys or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
it's also just it's a weird kind of like dynamic, right? No one, no, it's not like college where you can just go up and say hi to anyone you want and then you strike a conversation. Nowadays, it seems like it's a little bit more. You need a little more finesse. You know what I mean? Maybe. There are certain people that can do it very well. I don't well. know. I don't know. Like, what to I, we've got some friends like like shout out Tucker. Like man, he's got he he will go in. He's the per. He's the icebreaker. We call him the icebreaker man. He fucking goes in there, gets the job done, and then yeah. the conversation can start. You guys got to get Tucker Eddie's on the, the icebreaker podcast. man. I've seen. I've been to bars with Eddie before, <laughs> Eddie and like, he has walked into the middle of like the Instagram models and just be like, "Yo, what's up, girls?" <laughs> been a minute, like, man. I haven't, I haven't been with like, single hey, Ed in a minute. I met. I met Giselle. You're nothing. <laughs> well, Ed, that's a good I question. Did meet Giselle. Now that now that forgot <laughs> <laughs> about that story. She was in the birds. Yeah, I, I taught her about birds. Eddie taught Giselle about birds. Tell, the story, awesome. tell the story. To make a long story short, I taught at a school in Costa Rica on the uh-huh. beach. Giselle and Tom mm-hmm. own a house right down the beach from her. Mm-hmm. And she basically was really good friends with the people who own the school that I worked at. Came to visit no for one. some uh, business reasons, and I got to meet her. Nice. And had lunch with her and and Tom. No, Tom wasn't there. I never met Tom. I I met Giselle. I had lunch with her the first time for. I probably talked to her for like a few minutes, which uh-huh. was kind of cool. And then I ran into her like on the beach. She disguised herself on the beach. I mean, this beach is it's like in the middle of nowhere, like gorgeous tropical paradise. She'd so be riding her on horseback, like her and her real estate agents. <laughs> her and I alone. Did she cheat on Tom oh, Brady man. with you? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! If that, if that happened, this is an original that's what we're naming. Exclusive. That's what we're naming this podcast. Dude, Tom Brady's wife slept with me. Is dude, what it's going to go on YouTube. If you so want it to go viral, dude? That's I'm called cloud late. chasing. I don't know. <laughs> we're not cloud chasing on that. I call that views. That's really cool, though, man. Talk to her again. Like you just you're walking the beach and saw her. Well, no, I would run into her. Just kind of randomly, the rest of the time I was there, she'd be, you know, she'd be horseback riding. Did she recognize you? She'd be like, Yo, Dude, you're the, she you're did remember. Man? I think she did remember who I was one of the other times because I told her there's this beautiful bird called a turquoise browed mop mot a mop mot. For these birds that live in the tropics, Wait, they what? have these tails. Mata, mot, mot, mot. That's mot, a mot. Drop. Maybe maybe you saw some in Peru. They live in Peru. They All have right. these uh, these uh, long tails that are shaped like pendulums, and they wag them back and forth whenever. You walk towards them, wow. usually, okay. or whenever a predator goes it's near like them. A dog. And some scientists believe that that's an adaptation, a behavioral adaptation to distract predators. So predators okay. will go after the tail, they'll lose the tail, it'll fly away, just like a gecko loses its tail. Yeah. So I told that to Giselle, and Giselle thought it was. And she kissed cool. you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Eddie doesn't kiss and tell. This guy. <laughs> this guy. That's awesome, man. That's Eddie, really cool. Eddie's an old school player. You don't yeah, cousin tell. Like what what was asked was is now are you going to get on this the uh, the dating apps? Are you thinking well, about it? Yeah, I mean, well, we'll really see. single. Eddie? I mean, don't do it, man. I only did because they forced me to. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the thing is, is like I. This is just my own personal opinion. I think that like I'm not saying it's necessarily the easy. It might be easier, but the best way to meet people, I think. Birding is well, just going going to events where you think you might share common interests with people, you know. Sure. So True. I mean, I think Eddie's got. I mean, he knows his type. She's got to be into birds. Well, mm-hmm. there's not too and many into Eddie. Like that, bird into birds. Well, bird we'll see bird. what happens, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's uh, but 
you go hard on the dating apps every day? No, no, not every day. Not every day? No, every I, week? I, every, yeah, when I, when we're about to record a podcast and I realize I need to match with somebody so I can yeah, talk get some content. Somebody. Get some content. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude, honestly, like, if you want to, I mean, like, really know how I'm feeling about being single, I've kind of hit that point where I feel like i i'm i'm so i'm back into being independent azam like I, I love being good independent and single and i good. don't put but the thing is is like it's, a, it's there's a catch point too it's like no. there are times where you need to be comfortable in that no, zone that, that you're saying well uh, no, 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 no 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 i'm saying like, sure but no, i'm talking about that from the sense that i don't feel the urge or the need to go on dates i don't feel like i need to go out there and talk to girls because i just i'm comfortable being by myself or being single or whatever good i'm spending all the money that i would be spending on a girl buying like that new motorcycle jacket or buying like a new you know i don't fucking know subscription to uh <laughs> yoga gym or you know okay. what were you gonna uh, yeah, say lock it up everybody no. lock it up <laughs> lock it up right now okay oh new gym all right, let's all go out there and say what they thought he was gonna say <laughs> Single, buy new subscription, <laughs> lock it up. Okay, okay. That's good. My point. That's good though. That's no. how you should be. Yeah, you should never be out there feeling like I have to be with someone. No, the thing is, is like, and I've, that's when like you get in that perfect state of Zen, being single. Then and the then right you find one. Somebody. Yeah, exactly. No, no. And the thing and is, is, like, then you'll probably get a girlfriend the next day. And next thing you know, in a relationship, you're just like, yeah. yeah, that's why you gotta have to post that clarity. Kidding. No, no. But but the thing is, is like, I've always known that. I've never been fortunately enough never been the serial dater type i don't think any of us have really yeah. I, I was back in on the east coast on the east coast and they came to west, west coast me was different but east yeah. coast yeah was six years too soon way too soon for you well i mean like you had to pick the time where i'm fucking single to get into a relationship dude since we're talking about dating apps i mm. actually just thought of something so i feel like at least for me I mean, I've never really gone, like, super crazy with the dating apps. You know, like, it's not like that's always my go-to. I don't know. I just, I feel like part of the, me wanting to, part of me wanting to go on a dating app is, sure, to find a date, to find a girlfriend or whatever. It's also, like, part of the thrill of just going on the app. For which sure. might not make sense. Oh, getting, yeah, that's but, why 90% of the people are on there, but man. But I feel like if they came out with a new dating app, that had something thrilling about it, something creative. They did. I would be on that mm-hmm. for sure. I, I'd have to check it out. What, when what first type came of out, thrilling they're creating? Like the one that you may have downloaded. Well, dude, I, I don't know, but like the thing is, if you look at Shit. the dating, what are yeah. the most popular dating apps right now? Like Bumble, Tinder, Tinder and, Bumble. and Hinge. all right. So Tinder's. So are those the three? Bumble, three Tinder, biggest and Hinge? ones are probably. Yeah. yeah, at least that we know. Of. And so they, yeah. Uh, the ones so think of them. Tinder's like the original one, right? Tinder's cesspool. Tinder's, Tinder's the hookup one. And then Bumble you know, is that, That's actually where it's at. Now, I mean, like, if you really want to try and, like, meet people or, like, establish rapport with people that you might know, like, friends of friends or whatever, friends of friends of friends. I think Insta? In- Instagram, yeah, because... You- All right, you need, you need one of two things on Insta. If you are going to try to pull some birds off of Insta. Money. Exactly. You need money... Or you need to be interesting. Yeah. Or you need to have kissed just... just. (laughs) I met my ex-girlfriend on Instagram, dude. Exactly. Exactly. Because he's interesting. She liked... She slid into his DMs. She slid into his DMs. Well, no, no, no. Eddie is the perfect example. 
she here's what happened we actually didn't she didn't know what i looked like i didn't even really know what she looked like we were just liking random ass photos coming down our feeds she saw my profile all mm-hmm. my bird photos she i don't even barely it. have any she, she lost it she yeah. started following me mm-hmm. started i saw that she was looking at my story she didn't know who i was i looked at her profile i just messaged her Eddie, oh, you asked her what her favorite bird was you missed her i i did i, I just asked her what her favorite bird was Ooh. but we weren't i can't even zoom. i don't think i that. even knew what she looked bird. like though really like mm-hmm. we just started talking and then it like snake. developed after that <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah trousers you know <laughs> that's that's crazy yeah, hey, yeah and, and then and then like i remember we were sitting on my couch like a year and a half ago two years ago when was that when, when she first when you first started messaging her like, yeah, it was over. I, mean, I was there. It, it was a long time ago. It was a while ago. Yeah. And then I just remember, like, Eddie was like, man, I spent, like, eight hours FaceTiming that girl. I'm like, how do you spend eight hours FaceTiming someone you don't even know? And then, and then awesome. you dated for a while. Yeah. But, but you know, all right. Instagram's got to be something really special. Like, legit real talk, Eddie. Um, your last relationship was long distance. So, did your girl ever surprise you with it? With, um, with lingerie because I, w- I was talking to a friend and my friend said hey uh do men really want lingerie like with their girl like mm-hmm. do they really care um about lingerie do they really care about any of that like looking nice type of sexy type of type of thing right dude see here's the thing about poll questions in general in our society man poll questions are always way more complicated than the goddamn question are you talking about like stripper poles with time poles? <laughs> the, the thing is, the truth is with fashion, I feel like fashion is so specific to the person. It's okay. like, do you like, mm-hmm. you know, these types of clothes, this type of clothes on, on girls in general? It's like, dude, give me the person and let me see that person in those clothes. Right. And let me make the judgment, dude, you know? So that that's my answer. It all depends, man. There's no... It's it's hard to. I think I answered yes on that poll. That you no, know, wasn't this poll. One, that wasn't the poll. It was, it was just like it was just a it was just a question. Oh, that's okay. what you meant. It's, okay, it's yeah. because yeah. Azam's over here just uh, Instagramming to <laughs> up his followers. But <laughs> um, we said Instagram for dating, and this guy just could just hop right. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? He couldn't <laughs> wait until the podcast was over. Yo, we're gonna see you on YouTube. Just, just straight up Instagram and they hit up some dates, man. Like, Dude, that's the beauty of yo. YouTube, though, man. The thing about YouTube is that it's not goddamn TV. It's it's real, or at least it can be real. Right? It's real, real. You know, it's yeah, it's, it's what this is. Man, in terms you know? of men, so Eddie's over here saying it depends on the girl. And or Doug Azam, what do you feel about lingerie? Wait, is this an Insta poll? No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We've been through this as um. <laughs> it wasn't the principal, no. The, the question was just. Uh, I actually put T. I bought. We just, I guess just. Uh, in it. What well, the question? <laughs> hold on, let's get back on. Let's get back on track. Like we just. No, the, it's okay. the question was what? Let's get the question, back on topic. The question was just whether. Because uh, we talked about this pre-podcast, yeah. and Azam was like, "No, I don't care about lingerie." Oh yeah, and that's why I was like, "All right, let's bring it up because." I do. Like, I mm-hmm. think it's awesome. Azam is on the on the flip side. Like I don't give a fuck. Does like yeah, you don't care about it at all. Eh, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. It's just another you know thing in between you and. Don't get scared. <laughs> all of a sudden, now that we're on the podcast, Azam. Azam was like, nah. Like, 
It's in the roadblock, man. Get rid of that shit. It's a yeah. red book. No, it's dude, a that's, that's no. part of my belief. It's, it's, uh, it's, uh, you think the same no, thing? No, I, I understand like why it's popular because it's there, there's something about like a woman who looks sexy and is wearing revealing clothing and a woman who's just butt ass naked, right? There's something exactly. about the allure and it gets you know yeah I get it, but for me I you know it's not necessary. So the question is, do do men want lingerie though? Is it is that what it is that part of it? Is that what it is? Is it's that something's like still left to be desired? I think desired? I think it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, all right. So my thought about it sometimes is is the is uh, that there's something nice about the effort put in. It's like oh, oh okay. she she thank you she did this nice thing for me like that that is Boom. like appreciated. Yeah, the she's effort, buying. You know, that exactly. it's not for her. It's for you. Yeah, right. You and so that that's a nice that's right. a nice thing. And for then. Sure. That's why I wear my Azam obviously doesn't ask for it, <laughs> but say like as a man, you ask like, "Yo, it would be awesome to see you in some lingerie." Mm-hmm. Is it still a surprise if she does it, even though you ask for it? Is that still a surprise? And well, you can no, say no, that about a, a no, bunch. Well, then it's about a, a bunch of many things because yeah. like I it's, it's a surprise. Not a surprise. If you ask for this. If you ask for like waffles when you wake up in the morning and then she does, is that a surprise? No. I would say yes. Yo, because even though you ask case. for something. No, it's not a surprise. I would say it's a surprise. It's it's still nice maybe, but it's not. You're not surprised because you, you already knew. Well, no. So on the flip side, I would say you're vocalizing what you would like, yeah. but you're not expecting but, it. No, that's why I never ask for anything because I'm always surprised. <laughs> but there's something that – but if – if there's always that that set the bar uh, gosh, real low, I, I'm trying to think of the the real <laughs> example, but it's always floating on the internet where it's like, uh, like a popular uh, like meme where a girls like, it wasn't that I or, uh, I wanted you to to want to do that even though I didn't tell you, so I think that kind of falls into the same thing. And I, I can't think of the popular thing. Girls, okay, no, girls, that's completely opposite because we are vocalizing. Mentality. Hey, I want you, I want you to make waffles. No, no, but that's what... And now it's a surprise whereas, because I didn't expect it. Whereas the girls would be like, I wanted you What's to know point? that I wanted you to make waffles. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I wanted you to know that I wanted you yes. to make waffles. Yeah, yeah. That's what the girls... And so, like, that's where I can't read minds. But me as a dude, I'd be like, yo, I love waffles. And then as yeah. a girl, I'd be like, yo, make some and, waffles. Now I'm surprised. Okay, yeah, and but, but you have to phrase awesome. it that way. You can't be like, girl, make me some waffles. I'm, yeah. I'm not saying it like that. Yeah, you gotta be like, you don't be really great right now. Some waffle. That's the thing, though, right? It's it's, and a it's the it's the whether <laughs> it was whether it was requested or not. I think that's that's the but that's the difference. It's still a surprise though, because you're not expecting yeah, it. Yeah, you tell it. You know, you gotta phrase it differently because when you're saying it's not a surprise. It is, or it that it's still a surprise. It's not a surprise because you knew it was coming. You just you're just saying that you still he, like he it, even though, though you're maybe so. Not. Doug, you're sitting here telling me that you make um, specific requests from your girlfriend, and you expect them to be fulfilled immediately. No, wait, that's not even the, that's not the question though. The Doug qu- says if I want waffles, saying, if I asked if I asked if, saying, if, I, asked, if, if, I, if I told Amelia, hey, I love I love waffles in the morning. She made me waffles. I wouldn't be surprised. I we talked about waffles, and then there were waffles. I wouldn't be surprised. I would love it. You know what I'm saying? It I think depends. That, I think, so I think he what he's trying to say what he's trying to say is that if Doug he if they happen. talked about waffles and she made pancakes, then he'd be surprised. But Doug, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean, that's true. Then I would be surprised. Okay, you get it. No, the, the, I think right, right, I can tell you what's happening. They got a smack in the morning. I can, I can, I can be surprised. I can tell you what's happening. I'm getting hung up on the word surprise. Yeah, it's no yeah, longer a yeah. surprise. It's you know that it was coming. 
A surprise no, is when you, you have you no idea. You want, you want those surprises? That's what I'm getting. Yeah, you surprise, you here's, said it. Her, here's, you're expecting surprise. Yeah, yes. Here, yeah. Here's, here's yeah. a surprise. A surprise was when I was in a relationship, <laughs> and I would just. It was a random day of the of the year, not Valentine's Day, not her birthday. <laughs> yeah. And, and then you, she and then she made you waffles. No, and then I got her flowers. <laughs> or then or then she made waffles. It was because who doesn't like waffles? First of all, who doesn't? What girl doesn't really appreciate Depends flowers? What waffles mean. It's all Is about that a code word. I mean, this may be the safety word. I don't know. <laughs> Eddie wants a breakfast ahead. <laughs> breakfast well, in bed. It, okay, but either breakfast way, we're. I'm getting caught up on the okay. word surprise. But I let's, think we'll, the, uh, I I don't ask for waffles and expect it the next day. I still think it's a surprise. Look, I mean, like honestly, <laughs> if if a girl that I was dating made me something that I didn't even really like, mm-hmm. like say I, she made a, a quiche, and who, I don't really like quiches, but. I would still appreciate it, right? Anything, any no, effort. Quiches are technical. You better fucking appreciate a quiche, a zom. I'm just not a huge fan. <laughs> but the point is, is that anything that is done that requires thought should be appreciated. So then you do like it if you get surprise lingerie. Of course. But I just uh, don't, I don't, I don't personally it. expect it. <laughs> it's not, it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, for sure. I love it. Take it off immediately. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it would look even better on the ground. Dude, there's actually like, isn't there like some real legit like science? Uh, there's like a whole body of literature on, you know, dopamine and like what you're expecting. And, you know, they've done all these studies on rats. It's like, if you ever took intro yeah, psychology man. in college, basically yeah. it, it's definitely true. Whatever you don't expect, you enjoy more. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Pre- Pre- premature celebration is a real thing. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I think that 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 make. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the sh- the shock part yeah. of the surprise. You know what I mean? Yeah, it doesn't have to be that anything that big. <laughs> it's like, like, yo, I got waffles and a smack to my face because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wasn't appreciative. Enough. <laughs> my dopamine levels are shooting up. <laughs> no, but yeah, right. but in terms of the, in terms of the lingerie, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think, I think everyone likes it. I think it just. It's one of those things just, where, where it's just not maybe you just don't think it's necessary. I, I just yeah I don't know like it, it, I would rather I don't know I I I'm not gonna. I pre- would say lingerie is always a surprise. It's always appreciated. Maybe because it's not doesn't happen all the time. Yeah right. No. Yeah yeah it's not no, something that like, women aren't running around happens. wearing lingerie to bed. I think that's why it's I more some of them. But in a culture. <laughs> Like, picture a culture where everyone was wearing it, though. You know? Like, all the time, and you were just accustomed to it. Eddie. I'm sorry for that one. Have you... Have you there, there are certain undergarments that are worn all the time. You like those, right? Well, I'm saying picture a culture where, you know, they were worn all the time. Like, That's what I'm saying. Lingerie is a French word. There's certain yeah. undergarments that are worn all the time. You still like it. You're still okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. So like that could fall, easily fall in that category. Like, yeah. yeah it, well, it's same with anything. I I just yeah. I guess all I'm saying is that if you're used to it, if you're accustomed to it, you're not gonna like. It becomes less enjoyable. It, it becomes less like enjoyable. Basically, I would you argue know? and say no. It doesn't. <laughs> mm. Honestly, I, 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 yeah, I'm, with, I'm with it on this one. I think yeah, like it's I just saying, like if you make waffles every fucking day, yeah, you know, you're I'm, not gonna I, be as stoked. I, I absolutely the... love waffles. <laughs> I can't, I can't do it. Like on, on day, I'd love to see you eat waffles thirty days in a row. Yeah, yeah, about... <laughs> all right, thirty day challenge. 
waffles for 30 days. Actually, no, it's got to be waffles longer than that. I bet on, on day 30 syrup. he'd still be excited about the laundry and waffles. It's got to be yes. like, it's got to be I'm like. I'm excited. It's got to be like uh, day 30 100. 30 fucking years I'm excited about laundry uh, and waffles. On day 100, I bet you're not going to be as excited. I am still excited. Because there are two <laughs> things I love. I am fucking pumped. Pick something less. Quiche and, and undergarments. Okay, maybe quiche. Quiche and granny panties. <laughs> quiche and granny panties. How excited are you at day 30? It depends on who. If Eddie's wearing the granny panties, it's torture. Get me out of there. <laughs> That'd be great. Hey, we t- I told you we weren't going to talk about Mexico. <laughs> that was awesome. Oh, limits. my God. Yeah, we, we don't need to talk about the boys' trip. Anyways, uh, we, we mentioned the Instagram poll earlier. Let's get to the Instagram poll. Right now, um, we gotta drop right. We gotta do the <laughs> yeah. We we gotta drop. I drop my he beer. He just dropped beer. This is on YouTube. Thing about all laundry. on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, the camera's still going. No, it's probably dead. Is, is the camera still <laughs> it's going? Probably dead. We'll see. Is the camera well, still going? I don't know. Yeah. We have double. We have double. Uh, double vantage points here. Double. Double. Dude. Yeah. I go by the name of Cassidy the Hustler. Boom, Insta poll. Hashtag ask Insta. What's up? This week's question is... Need a different beat. <laughs> does a person's past sexual history keep you from getting serious with them? Mm. Are we still... Are the stakes uh, still the same? Are we Ooh, playing yes. the game? Yeah, that's right. Forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, you boys. You boys stay still what, the what, same. what are the numbers? I don't remember. 3-1? I think you're 3-1. Damn, I got you... We should get I'm Eddie in whoop, on this. I'm whooping you, boy. What is this? Alright, let's do it. What y'all, um, what y'all think? It's 3-1. Oh, we, we have to text uh, yeah. Cassie, so that way it's fair. Oh, so, Eddie, so, Eddie, you've done the Insta you, poll it's all good. before, right? You, you just let me know. Okay. You can just whisper okay. in his ear. So we just can't no, no, talk and then disrupt each other. Eddie, wait until they text me, then you go ahead and tell me. Tell Eddie what he's guessing. He's guessing the percentage of people that said either yes or no. Yeah. So okay. you, you pick one whether you think more people said yes or no, and then the percentage. So what do you think? Like sixty percent of people said yes, forty percent said no, or you know, vice versa. Dude, uh, again, the question is: Does a person's past sexual history? I answered the poll on Instagram, so I definitely saw the percentage. Oh, then he, then maybe he should. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter. Eddie's gonna say it after you guys text me. Uh, okay, so it's okay. Uh, I don't know if I ever saw the final, final turnout. Shout out man. DJ Wet Wipe. Yeah, these are good the questions, man. I really. Something I can't. Yeah, I, I'm having a hard time guessing what I think most people will say. Just can't stop thinking about lingerie. <laughs> well, the good news is your your girl voted a certain way, so. You're okay. Oh, that's a, that's a cheating, man. Come on. I was talking about your girl, Oza. I don't have a girl. Ooh, do you? Uh, okay. You? I'm in. And I'm, I don't feel comfortable, but I'm in. Arizona, did you pick? Yeah, did you say no or yes? Don't tell. Um, Don't tell. It depends which one I get. Well, okay, yeah, I, I said yes. Okay, so I'm going to do percent yes. Yeah, do some percent yes. Yeah, I, guess yeah, well, I guess each time we'll do, you just always do, do percent well, well, yes. Well, no, that doesn't. Uh, yeah, that works. Yo, Doug doesn't text me anymore unless it's with the poll. Yeah, same here, actually. <laughs> doesn't text me. That's you were true. gone for two weeks. Yeah, Doug. I didn't even know you had service. Why can't we have a real friendship? <laughs> I just want to give you my percentages of what I think you're supposed to. <laughs> I should have texted you in Peru. 20% said yes. I know, right? <laughs> okay. Eddie, give me your thoughts. They both texted me. Eddie, tell me what All you right. think. Last time I looked at it, it was the majority 
said no. So oh, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say it was 85% said no. 85 percent all right which I think means when I looked, it was like 15 percent okay said yes. so Eddie, eddie's right majority said no yeah um from doug we have i'm gonna flip it because y'all both said yes right we picked on the yes so i'm gonna flip it and say okay doug said 70 percent said no they don't care about the person's We're past sexual right history at each other's again 66.6%. You had to fucking put the, put the point it's a, three. A third, it's a third and two Dude, thirds. You should have said 69. 66.6%. <laughs> <laughs> you really should have said 69. Um, he said 70. Uh, said, uh, no, they don't care about a person's oh, past All right, what's the answer? History. Find out. Eddie, you said 85%, right? Yeah. Um. 78% of people Damn. said no, they don't God care. Damn, I'm going to be cutting that hair off. It's not the bet. <laughs> we 78% though. Eddie won. What are y'all, Eddie what do y'all won feel? Eddie won first time. Eddie, that's a well, point. Point. I, I cheated, dude. I saw the <laughs> right. poll earlier. Yeah, but Eddie. I'm open. So you voted, you voted no. That's right. I voted no. I voted no. Wait, Eddie. Yeah, you voted no. Okay, what? So what? So Azam, you Azam was saying no. Azam's getting up. We can see him on YouTube. He's getting up, taking piss. We're on YouTube <laughs> this this episode. Doug, yeah, you said no. I said no. Well, I didn't. You, I didn't vote. Oh, you didn't vote. I didn't but, vote. But you would have said no. Yes. Okay. What makes what makes y'all believe no that you you wouldn't care about a person's past sexual history I when it comes to like seriously dating somebody. When it comes serious, it's not just like, hey, like we're fooling around, or hey, like we're hanging out, just going a couple dates. No, totally. I but it's I, like seriously, like I'm introducing you to my parents. Um, I could potentially see a serious future with you. What? Why do you feel like I their think, past doesn't play into? I it? think there are implications, but I think I think if you if someone has had. You know, a pretty wild sexual history versus a pretty, you know, you know, maybe you know, just had a couple, couple boyfriends, couple, you know, only had sex with a few people or whatever. It it might change who they are and how they act or how they interact with 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 you with with their friends. You know, what I mean, I, I feel like you can kind of pick out usually, um, like just kind of how people act based on like. Or, or, or rather, you can pick you can pick out how what what somebody's sexual history is just based on how they act. So I'd say yeah. that would there there you know you can kind Are of. Are you sure about that? You see, you think you think you you're more often surprised. Well, I mean, I think I I don't know. I I guess I would just have to think about that a lot, and I'm not I, really sure. I I feel like it really depends like which like setting you're in. I mean, you mean just sure. like how they act like. Like your your good friends, like how you see them, like outside of their professional life and everything. I suppose I think of watching them yeah, interact. We're talking about mate, or like a girl that you would date, is what we're talking about, right? So I'm thinking yeah. in terms of social settings where people um, are like intermingling, and it's like a uh, yeah, it's like people watching how people interact with each other. I think I you can usually kind of tell. I feel like I have met, well, at least I I just feel like. Uh, I, I feel like a lot of guys will. I feel like most guys are just they just kind of act like overly horny, and they're just always mm-hmm. trying to hook up with girls. So you can tell which guys are just going really b- like above and beyond. 
Well, I, like, okay, I, that guy's... I don't know if you can really tell. Well, that's, like, that's a good point. If, maybe. I, I don't know if you can really tell the guys because most guys just, just act like more pr- promiscuous gen- in general than girls. But girls, I would say I have met girls who definitely act sort of very overly flirty, but they're they're actually you know yeah, they've really dated very few guys. Like that's just that's a good okay, point. Hold on, hold that's on. The question is: Does a person's past sexual history keep you from getting serious with them? Yeah, but, no, but so okay, you're I mean, right. You're all saying you're right. we went off a little bit. No, yeah. So Eddie, why why are you saying no that it doesn't matter about their past sexual history? Well, so I mean, they're number one. I kind of thought about this question a few different ways. One way was my own personal opinion. What's just my initial gut feeling about yeah. this? Number two, I also thought about it larger context, scientifically, evolutionarily. Why would it scientifically make sense to have someone's past sexual history uh, matter to you well, when deciding to date them seriously or not? That's, and that's and a would, good point. Would that play? So, number one, my gut feeling is, yes, it does matter to you to a certain extent. To be honest, with like modern society, there is you know protection out there uh obviously for for me like i don't want to date a girl seriously of course or i don't i don't want to date any girl at all who has any stds so like i i want to date a girl who Fair you point. know obviously takes care of herself her own health watches out for her own health is responsible so you know that's the number one priority and uh kind of the the number two priority is like not so much how i I, when it comes down to it, I don't really care how many partners she's had as long as she's been loyal to those partners and been honest with those partners who she's actually been serious with. True. You know, I mean, that that's that's what matters. Now, from an evolutionary yeah. scientific perspective, to get to the next part, I mean, it is really interesting to think about. If someone has a lot of sexual partners in the past, it means that, you know, they could be trying harder to, uh, you know... Or in a girl's perspective, get pregnant. In a guy's perspective, you know, uh, get spread more people pre- spread their seed. <laughs> yeah. They they're trying harder to do that uh, because maybe I- one big reason is because it's kind of hard for them to do that in the first place, and they don't have good genes, which would in turn mean would be lower chance of survival for your offspring. Which if you mated with them means lower chance of survival for your offspring, which is ultimately in light of natural selection, um, it's the ultimate goal of all life on Earth. For sure. So the thing is, you know, it, it's about the quality of your mate. And so the, th- those are just my thoughts, man. No, and I think... <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> no, 100%. That's exactly what we want. Yeah, yeah. I think to the point of your... From, like, your, the biological perspective, I think I think you're 100% right. I think that every... Men and women, are that they're both really out out to to have sexual partners i mean the yeah the, the, the women want to get pregnant and the men want to have kids as well you know they want yeah. to repro- both 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 sexes want to reproduce i mean i think that's like kind of a just a something that's ingrained in us that we want to continue our bloodline look that's like, like, yeah. like you're mentioning so in terms of there being but now if we talk about the number of people or the the you know i guess you're the the width of the net that you're throwing out so to speak uh what, that, what, that's what, a great metaphor I've what, never heard before. What, do, what does that mean? I mean, does that mean that they care less about they, – they really – you know, I think what it probably comes off as is more like uh, you're more 
you're 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 less you're you're more, maybe more worried about being able to reproduce or or having somebody yeah. to reproduce with. Yeah, that that's um, yeah. Yeah, so, that's think, what I was yeah. saying. Yeah, that So that's definitely something to consider, you know? I mean, if if someone, guy or girl, you know, guy or girl uh is just trying really hard to have sex with literally everyone. And I think that would turn you off though, yeah. right? So like if you're if you're um, if you're uh yep. you you know that somebody is is has lower standards and and throwing out that wider net if we're going to use that again then 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 I think I guess that's the off-putting part of it. It's like well maybe this <clears throat> yeah. this person is right. willing to replace so, with more. I, I think you three said um a person's past sexual history wouldn't keep you from getting serious with them. Um, well, no, no. So what? No, what I, what I was trying to say, and it was a very long-winded route to it, but okay. was that it it de- it depends on how the the person acts because of that, right? Like, so if if you have somebody who's, if we were to use the example we were just talking about from a bi- biological perspective, if that person is seemingly wanting to reproduce with everybody and that's like an obvious characteristic about them, then you're not going to, then you're less interested. And I think that, so I think that's, that's the part of it. Like, I think it, in terms hilarious of, way to put sleep with everybody, but yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> that, that saying is that person trying to reproduce everybody is a really funny way of saying that person's trying to sleep with everybody. Oh yeah. yeah. Sorry. One in the yeah. same. Yeah. yeah, exactly. One in the same. Um, Azam, how do how do you feel on the matter? Would a person's past history keep you from getting serious with them? Uh, the thing is, is like when I'm I'm uh, thinking about dating somebody seriously, that's not what comes to the forefront. That's not like immediately what I think about when I'm interested in a person, right? That's actually one of the things that doesn't happen or come to my mind until I'm already kind of like you know interested and in, in starting to kind of feel like there could be a relationship there yeah but that, and then it that's, becomes that's but, the point though so, so for me it i guess it doesn't matter at first but once you get into but the yeah, thing is is at like first yeah but the thing is is like certain individuals who you just know are like, like i'm not attracted to people that are out there like just trying to get some all the time you know what i'm saying like like there are certain individuals that you can tell whether or not they're more promiscuous than others or they're they're a little bit more you know like like their life doesn't revolve around hooking up with other people, and all right. But okay, but serious question. You meet this girl out of the bar Friday night. This Friday night, beautiful. Works out hiking, adventurous. Uh, right up your alley. Speaks Spanish. <laughs> she like, she's amazing. She's also like thirty two. I know you like older girls. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but you you start like you meet her out of the bar. Uh, next day you text the group right here. You know, like, yeah, I met this amazing girl. Uh, her name's Ashley. Um, she's, she speaks Spanish. She's amazing. Right. And then Eddie comes back like Ashley from, uh, Orange County. And Doug's like, yeah, I met an Ashley from Orange County. And then I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah I know Ashley from Orange County. She moved down to like North PB, right? Comes to find out all your boys have been with her. Then would you 
Well, that's a seriously date that. But that's girl. not a sexual history. That's that your, is sexual that's your, history. Though. That's sexual history with your friends. That's a different question. Well, yeah, that's, that, a, that's that the same question. Th- that's no. a that's part of her history. Totally different. I, uh, that's part oh, of the okay. better. Well, okay, different. yeah. If that's a it specific was, part of the history, then yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah. That's a different. That's different though. Well, I thought I, you were just talking about like if she'd been like with a lot of guys. Yeah, I'm looking at in terms of not people. Not the sexual history is not. But time you're like like close to your. Okay, so by the time you're 28, right. like our age or, or whatever, so you can you can bucket it. All right, so it's okay if she's been with a lot of guys as long as it's not been with your right, crew. Well, well a, I kind of want to join the Eskimo Brothers Club. B, <laughs> B, we're still talking about this hypothetical girl from. <laughs> we gotta be Eskimo Brothers, man. No, right, that's, the podcast that's, that's doesn't stronger than Eskimo Brothers. Stronger than Blood Packs, man. No. I'm pretty sure. I don't think. We're I think, Eskimo, a, I think a better. Be I think a better question. We is, may all be Eskimo is, Brothers. What if, we don't no, even know. I think, and I think, I think the real. I don't know, and and obviously, tell me if I'm wrong, but I think that the real question is: you meet a girl who you really, really like, and and doesn't seem like. Um, you you couldn't have guessed that she has a wild history. Yeah. And then you find out she does, then what do you then do? Then what do you yeah. do? And well, done. I think people change, no. dude. Dude, people also yeah. change. Like uh, Alright, come on. When yes. you're when you're twenty nine thirty and you meet a girl and she's people one change. way. People dude, change. think about college, sure. dude. People dude, college was crazy for all of us. hundred uh, percent. Yeah. And I think that's the difference. I think few, I, I agree with Rito, that dude. dude. But Rosa I think there's Rito some things at least us. you know and you know what maybe it's like a little bit taboo and like maybe hypocritical or whatever. Well, like, I think there's some things like I like. I personally wouldn't be able to get past. So I I think on, on but, from that topic. But you're, but I think you're you're ignoring the fact that in this scenario you really like this girl and that's that's just one looming thing where it's just like okay. And that's the thing is that like you don't really know until you that actually happens, right? Like you can talk about it hypotheticals all day long, but until you actually have that like burning feeling that you have have for this person. Right, it, you won't really. You can't, I, I, you can't yeah. really I think, analyze I think the situation. Really, I think if you really like somebody, you 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 look past. You it. look past it. Yeah. I do think so. You look past it, and you hope that they have changed, and they're not going to fuck around. You know, that is one of those things where it's like you know, ho- you hope, can, hope they can look past all yeah. of our shit too. But at the same time, it's like, um, what like would you be able to like not see them in that light? Like once you once you learn. They've done certain things. Like, would would you be able to not see them in that light anymore, dude? Uh, again, I I'm just asking the group here. I'm okay. asking the group. No, not directing anybody. I'm just asking. No, the group. no, no, no. Would I, you be able to like that's be like not think about that? Like, okay, now it's like a random Monday, and like all of a sudden this this thought, like, oh yeah, they they did that back in the day. Like, yeah, it'd be kind of odd if like. Dude, like, it found pa- out that dude, she had been with I, all my I think, boys. Like I think that, you, that hypothetical you're talking yeah. about. I, I think it'd be a little odd. Like you go back, that's you go back to the yeah. hometown and yeah. like that's a different one, that, dude. You, I, I think you're you're making a connection between two things that are often associated with each other, and they can be connected for sure, but they're not always connected. And that is promiscuity and loyalty to well, a partner but in having a serious relationship. Had multiple serious relationships. Well. Right. Yeah. So, for example, those are okay, two different things, I, I but know, they also they both kind of can equate multiple girl, sexual, a lot of multiple sexual. Yeah, partners. I know one girl who's had sex with hundreds of dudes. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and now, as far as I know, she is happily married, has never cheated on her husband ever. Good for her. All right, and mm-hmm. she had another serious boyfriend before that for a couple of years. Married for two, two months. 
<laughs> well, no, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Okay, yeah, so, like, for yeah. a couple of years, she was yeah, very loyal a, to him. That's awesome. When she was in college, dude, it was every weekend. She had sex with a different dude every single weekend. And then, I mean, she just, I guess she, she you could say that she changed, but it was funny because she went out with the serious boyfriend, broke up with him, had sex with, like, probably another 50 more dudes, and then ended up with her husband. Never cheated uh, on, on any one but person. that is a great Point, on the Eddie. on the other hand, I know another girl who never has one night stands and has <laughs> only has serious boyfriends, but she plots out these affairs and cheats on her boyfriends. Yeah, that's fucked. So that's okay. so that's the thing. Someone's past yeah, sexual yeah, history. It, it it's all about but the honesty. Eddie, the you make a great versus, point. You know yeah. that that's the, a really good point. Okay, the first girl you talked about. Yes, she has slept with um, triple digits, right? But she's extremely loyal. Us men right here, would you be okay with that? Triple digits, but extremely loyal. Once she's like, yo, I'm in a serious relationship. I'm locking it down right now. No. Would you I, be okay with that? Yes, me. as not long as me. she did not have any STDs. That's yeah, not d- for me, man. It de- I, I well, it, it depends. It really depends. Honestly, not, like, you, know, and you, know, fish. you shouldn't really. <laughs> it's, it's okay for us to have all these very. Yeah, it's, it's a very subjective it's question. Okay. It's yeah. incredibly it subjective. And, and I, if, for if me, it's just no. It's like, I, don't, I can't think about like the miles of dick she's had in her. Well, if but if we want to get to a if we want to get to any sort of oh my god if we want to get to any sort of reasoning I think there's something to be said I'll where keep it reasonable and I, I always am scared literally to down. like I'm quantifiable sc- miles I'm scared to probably have haven't even run as much as okay go ahead I'm scared I'm scared to go down this this path a little bit go but for it. a miles five thousand two hundred eighty feet is off it's not possible for any person yeah you said um, okay whatever go go go. I think there's a, there's absolutely a difference in the way that the, that men and, and women think about this, and I think part mm-hmm. of the reason why us guys do have a little bit of a harder time with it is because I think men, tr- traditionally speaking, are probably way more territorial with that kind of thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. there's something to be said about definitely. Like, it's I, like the guys, you know, animals like, peeing on like, their territory. Like, <laughs> like, there's there's you guys know who are that, like, like you are, are very like, you're, very you're the only one. You're the best. You're the biggest. You're the strongest. You're the smartest. Like you just want to get your fucking yeah, you, smoke. I would up rather your ass. hear all that than get waffles, man. Like I would, <laughs> I want to wake up and hear that shit. No, but I mean every single day. Do, but hey, I think guys, I think guys but, are are it's just oddly territorial about that. You are territorial about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why I pee outside my apartment every single day. Right. So you keep the keep the dogs away. Yeah, <laughs> keep all the the fucking dogs of PB away from my apartment. My does the smell. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it smells like asparagus and Brussels sprouts. That's right. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. And I was going to say on the opposite side of that, I don't know if this is true, but in in a lot of cases, it seems like girls are are interested by a guy who is sought by many. Women. Yeah, it's true though, yeah. right? Like they definitely so like want a little bit of a. It's 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 interesting, and it makes sense biologically. They want to be validated. Like, yeah. why not me? Why am I not well, good it makes enough sense to be one of the five hundred guys? It's harder. Women this it's harder <laughs> to. Uh, uh basically it's harder to raise a child raising a child having being the one who harbors the offspring requires way more uh parental investment energy time resources so when you make that investment you want to make sure that it's a good investment you want to do everything you make sure that you are getting the very best genes okay from that father as you can so that's why women are more choosy that's why they look for the highest quality male Mm-hmm. You know, that's why, you know, 
basically yeah. it's all biology at the play. title it of is, this podcast should be mansplaining well <laughs> yeah. it, that's for we it can be that's playing you know, the that, shit out of biology could be, that's, that's, that's be every was, episode ever though yeah. Yes, but this one especially. That's why as soon as we started heading into the difference between the men and the women in this, I was like, this is going to be a mistake. Because no, but the we, thing, we, yeah, we are, we're making, we're making some our, leaps. We're not, our we're listeners, is, it's please not, it's shit not, on us. Please dude, let yo, us know this is, wrong. This, this, it's okay. We have the fucking adventure Ed here. He wrote the book on biology. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, like, it, he's not wrong. Biologically speaking, well, women have so many book. eggs that they can produce okay. offspring. There, Guys have millions of sperm, and that's why it's the numbers game that's why women yeah. have the capability of being able to text you and if they don't text you on bumble you lose a match it's all part of the reason when, when why women text you can be selected come over and guys will probably do it up. and yeah. guy wh- does that it's probably not gonna happen yeah what makes it really interesting though is you know by talking about this evolutionarily it puts us in the context of the animal kingdom we kind of just look at ourselves like animals humans are much more well, I mean, some people think we're just like animals. All we are are, you know, evolved, you know, highly developed apes, right? And you know, sure. I'm not going to get into all the details about religion and everything, but truth is, us humans have done amazing things that no other animals have ever done. We mm-hmm. built civilizations. We go to schools. We have culture, mm-hmm. music. We play organized sports. Do all these amazing things. Podcast and. <laughs> It really is interesting to think about Original how evolutionary thoughts. biology plays into everything that we do mm-hmm. in our lives, but it comes down to some really interesting philosophical questions just because there might be some really compelling evolutionary reasons uh, to why we do things in you know our dating lives or in our lives in general. Mm-hmm. Is it right to do it? You know, is it, I mean, you can say... You know, you should, uh, you know, uh, here, here's another random ass question. Is it better to have multiple partners or just one partner we in talked life? about this before. You know, and you guys sure. talked it's about of, this before. A lot of people, yeah. And, uh, you know, some people have... Uh, I don't know if Doug and I can talk about this right now. But, uh, but, but I, I, no, but I mean, my, the, kind of the question I'm getting at, though, is, is like you can argue for, you can have like, you know, evolutionary theory make arguments on even like both sides of of that question but uh you know it's it's interesting should you even listen to the science behind it you know yeah because well yeah i've read read a bunch of things about where it's like what whether being in monogamous relationships is even is that just like a society driven thought or is that is that something that's you know would be ideal biologically there's a lot of debate whether that's that's yeah i think the reason why you have to listen to the science and why everyone has to like kind of follow what the science is telling us is because it is the ultimate baseline right it is it is it it it, it is the it's what Everyone has their subjective opinions. Everyone has their emotions, their feelings. Science is the the hardcore truth. It's like the math, right? And no matter what anyone feels about this particular question or any question, like relationships, so, you know, societal expectations, um, you know, ethics, scientific reasoning is what uh, basically, you know, it, it, it's it's what it's the baseline behind it everything right everyone has to default to that you can't argue with i mean you can argue with science but it's hard to argue against logic right hard to argue against 
millions of years of evolution. And, and that's why I think it's important that we like kind of use that as a tool for explaining why people act certain ways. Right. Or at least, yeah, even if we, we struggle to explain, at least try to try to piece together what we can and, <laughs> and you know, Ha- have some sort of have yeah. some sort of not everyone's going to be yeah. happy i'm not yeah. fucking happy about the fact that like you know it's it's inherently difficult for for someone who isn't particularly promiscuous who doesn't really go and sleep around that much trying to find like somebody who is on the same wavelength but it's not really easy or someone that does like really want that they don't believe that i wouldn't be as like you know promiscuous by the way it's kind of a random question but uh I don't mean to single out Brazil at all, <laughs> but uh, no, I'm excited. But I am. Is it true that Brazil is like like? I know that there's a stereotype that they're more promiscuous. Just like there's a lot of stereotypes about our own country mm-hmm. that might be negative. Brazil is gonna hate again. us. What do you say? I I don't know. Brazil is gonna hate us right now. We can look up. No, the no, stats go for it. Go for it. We can look up the stats. No, no. Well, well, no, no. Saying? I mean, I like there's this, there's promiscuity. Like, if you view it as a good thing, that's that's good. I'm not saying promiscuity is good or bad, but is there, it actually true that in stigma. Brazil, it, there's more mm-hmm. promiscuity in Brazil? Gosh, I don't know. I think there's actually more promiscuity in a lots of lots of parts of the world. I think like you go to Europe, people are more open about sexuality. It, it's seen as like something that is not really because here we kind of hold on to our the Puritan ideals that this country was founded on. Where you should only have one partner, where you should like sex before marriage is a sin. You, you know, I think it's it's oh, changing right. as we've gotten older. But like you go to yeah. certain other countries, and women are a lot more forward, and men are actually more reserved. I've heard like in Germany, men to for a man to like go talk to women at bars unheard of. But you know, that's just what I've heard. Well, that's kind of cool. I'd like girls to come up. The only time I've ever had like. A lot of people come up talking to me at a bar when I've been in a gay bar. That, nothing wrong which, with that, which, man. which there's nothing wrong with that, but I'm also yeah, just yeah. not gay. You had Giselle come talk to you. Yeah. Well, I uh, exactly. I mean, she sort of came exactly. to talk to me. Not, yeah. not any of us here had Giselle come talk to us. Yeah. Um, which is, this, is a, this is a great dilemma to discuss amongst Doug's dilemma. Who is MIA right now? Are yeah, we, what's are Doug we gonna, doing? Is are we going to start it? No, no, no. Should we have, he should loves we have this. a Zom? He loves this, though. Take over Doug's Dilemma? I, I refuse. Duh. You have to wait for Homeboy. Doug, Doug would have to go to the bathroom. Maybe, maybe you know, I, YouTube's going to see it. So maybe we just start without him? No, wait for the drop. Wait for the drop? Don't drop yet. We can keep, wait for the drop? We can talk about something else. Talk about something else. Well, hey, now that you're single... What are you going to do, like, this weekend? I'm going to be more like... I'm going to be more like a... Uh, I'm going to be more like a bird of paradise than a freaking pelican. Or, shall I say, more specifically... Yo, and you know what you need to do? You need, you need to be like a peacock, man. You got to spread your wings. You got to fly. You what birds are well, well that, that's what... Birds All of right. paradise, peacock... Basically, the, the more colorful... The more sexual, di- you know, the more sexual dimorphism there is in birds and a lot of other species of animals in general, um, in terms of how gaudy the plumage is, uh, the more wait, yo, uh, it, yo generally wait, the more explain that to us like we're five, the, man. The species are. <laughs> so what do you mean flipped, gaudy? Flipped. So gaudy in, the, in, in, in the in avian 
like um, species, the male is the one that is more, like you said, vibrant, more like showy. Whereas here, I mean, like in as as humans, women are the ones that are dressing dressing more yeah. like you know seductively, wearing brighter colored clothes. Guys do it Laundry. too. They flex. They call it peacocking, actually. Laundry. Yeah, but, and but in 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 bird species, I've you know seen like on planet Earth or whatever, there are these crazy birds. But well, they're the man, the male birds will do a yeah. whole fucking mating ritual birds and they'll and dance and they, yeah, they yeah. flash all Mannequins their colors. Mannequins in uh, Central America. Yeah. I mean, the reason why, you know, why male birds have gaudier plumage in general, right? It's really, it's really oh, you're saying gaudy means like colorful, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gaudy. Like you know, attractive. I mean, it's yeah. basically because both sexes have to attract each other. Mm-hmm. The thing is, generally. The female stays closer to the nest. She's the one who lays the eggs, incubates the eggs. The males don't need to, you know, stay as camouflage most. They can afford to be more colorful. So, you know, therefore, that's why they're more colorful because they need to attract the female. But Hmm. it's interesting because in birds that are more uh, that like uh, year after year that, dude, I am... Totally having a brain fart. Promiscuity. Yeah. Opposite of promiscuity. Uh, uh, Dude, I feel like a humility. fucking shithead. Humility. It's too late. <laughs> no. Virginity. No. Fucking. Modesty. Modesty. Just having one fucking partner. Modesty. Oh. Uh, monogamy. 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 What the fuck? Yeah, you could have said that. <laughs> yeah, look who was Dude, how, how the fuck could I forget that yes. word? Peacock. More monogamous peacock, birds are, there's less sexual dimorphism. Here's an, and that's here's because they stick together. There's peacocking. less of a need to attract the other mate. A lot of seabirds, throughout the whole mating season, they're together. They're raising those chicks yeah. together. So that's uh, why, uh, you know, when I, it comes to turns, gulls, there's not much sexual dimorphism. Gotcha. We're getting right, right at exactly the end like here, you. and we got we got to hit them with the uh, the Doug's Dilemma. Dear Journal, it's me, Doug. You know, last week my life was just about perfect. (laughs) I forgot about the show. He wanted to drop it with you taking a shit. Like I should have done. I was should have done it. What? I was peeing. Oh, wait for you. I told him no. (laughs) No. Um. Question this week. I I, I'm more kind of excited for you guys to maybe help me frame this question. But the question is like, why is it cooler to be? more negative than positive why is it cooler to hate things than like oh, things dude that's why is it cooler to be more disagreeable than agreeable i feel like that's trending um, hard in society it's now man. something that's it's something that's seemingly particularly you find it online where it's like it's cool to hate on things something gets presented and you find far more people and i, I think part of it at least with the online community it's like a lot of just trolling and it's like you know well trying so to gain gary v you know gary vaynerchuk yep. uh-huh so he says, this is to almost quote him directly, but I'm pretty sure he's, I've heard him say multiple times, something like social media hasn't changed people online. The online community, social media has not changed people. It's just exposed people. Sure. So maybe, you know, it's what people have always thought, but now finally you're just seeing what their thoughts are. Right, right. You know, so I, I don't know though. That's what he says. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, is there is there something to be said about I mean, I you know, even just in terms of like controversial content, it does it does well. What what it, what is it about people wanting to see things go well, hate, wrong? Hate, it, hate, it, hate, 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 hate. You even just look on like TV shows. Like, what what is where are the most popular? Whatever is whether it's news, 
ESPN, The Bachelor. It's, it's, the ba- it's always the people fucking yelling at each other. Steve Nay Smith right. yelling Paradise. about something. It's like part of the interruption with like um, uh, those two guys, uh, Tony Kornheiser and uh, I forgot the other guy's Steve name. Oh, Mike, Smith? Uh, Mike, Mike, yeah. Uh, yeah, whatever. Wilbon, Wilbon, yeah. Wilbon, Stephen A. Smith yelling. And like it's just that a when it comes to TV that creates like controversy, debate, argumentation. Like that that creates good ratings and people are interested in that. And then B when it comes to like these websites where people are trolling, it's just like no one taking the same stand and, and agreeing on the same thing. It's like what do you do after that? I guess more, you know people guess, people love to feed off of like this cyclical circle yeah. of like arguments but i guess that's more specifically my question is what is it when you said it you said that those shows with the more controversial shows were yeah. interesting yeah and i, I, I if we Why? can somehow focus on that interesting part because that's that's something that's pretty odd to me is be, oh, oh but but i, I but i'm why. but i'd be hypocritical for me to say i'm not interested by no, that we yeah. talked i am as well I, but i don't know why i talked about this with my dad when why we were talking that? about like well, well politics right there's always mm. it's for a two-party system democrats republicans people love to pick a side right yeah. that but human beings if you want to talk about biology biology like yeah exactly tribalism <laughs> mm-hmm. humans evolve to like you're better when you're working in a team and what better objective do you have? What prob- better problem do you have to solve than trying to best the other side, the other team, right? Ah. And you can break that down into any kind of argument or debate or, like, you know, political system. You have multiple parties. You know, it, that I think that's what it is. That's what makes it more interesting. So people, people want to be yeah. able to root for the side that is right. So if you're disagreeable, then maybe you're taking the stance of the opposition. And that's yeah. what's interesting about and, it. And that it's, thing, now it's causing a conflict. And now there's... And it's not a bad thing. As it's, an audience. It's not a bad thing. I think, like, it, it incur- like it's good. We've always talked about this on the show. It's good to surround yourself with friends that have viewpoints that kind of challenge your own from yeah. time to time. Because sure. you don't want to just be surrounded by yes men, even though we're all agreeing on this right now. Like, you, you, you want to surround yourself with people that will challenge you to think differently, to think in different yeah. ways from a different viewpoint. Yeah. That's how you evolve. To use the political term, the echo chambers, where you yep. where you get onto certain, you know, certain pipelines of information and you only are hearing things that are confirming right. your own biases. Right. And it's, it's dangerous. It's dangerous. Yeah, yeah dangerous. for sure. And <laughs> you know why? So, you know why we're tribal? What, what why is that? They're all birds. Well evolutionarily makes it easier to fuck makes it easier to yeah no you're actually it's called group selection that makes sense there's individual selection okay Mm -hmm. but you know back when we were you know uh you know just and early in our evolution it made sense to be part of the group your your teammates looked out for you you looked out for them Mm -hmm. and you know sometimes you just had to battle the other group you know Mm -hmm. chop the other group's head off to get the fruit off the tree to steal you know, the freaking their women to survive their, their yeah, mammoth, survive. you know, take their woman. Uh, and by the way, like when I say take their woman, I just, I mean, maybe the woman took the men too. I don't know. I'm not saying, right. I'm not saying anything, but, uh, tribal. Man. It, it was back yeah. In the day. I mean, base it again, it's yeah, yeah. in, it's called group selection. It's not only individual selection and that's, you know, part of the reason why you look out for your friends, but it is interesting now that we live in this modern society where, People aren't just in a hunter-gatherer society, at least in the modern, you know, at least. Well, I mean, you know, pretty much every country in the world now is developed enough, uh, at least most most places that, you know, you live in somewhat of an organized society where people 
you know, aren't just worried about getting their head chopped off in the street. Although, unfortunately, you know, it, yeah. there still is some pretty terrible stuff that happens in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I just look at the United States in general and people just still have that natural inclination to go, you know, they just, maybe it's in our genetics that they just want to go <clears> to, you know, a tribe and well, so they just have to take out those emotions. I was going to, I was going to take that point that you had and come and kind of further elaborate on how it is advantageous for people. And, and we're just talking about in America to kind of run with a pack, right? You got to have your pack of friends you have, and then you can use that as a means to like meet other people to like have opportunities open doors for you like get a job because you're vetted by somebody maybe find a, a potential partner because like you they know that you hang out with these people and they know those people are cool and you're vetted at that point you're not just some creepy yeah. guy at a bar and that's you know like that's how the world works you know it's like who you know and who knows you yeah that's kind of how it's you succeed who you know, man. some sort of yeah. com- some sort of commonality which causes that you know the you know the in a lot of ways, it's it, you know you can be you can be grouped by so many different things, but it seems like it, the the fact that we're all friends and the fact that we're all hanging out now, you know, in this room is because there's something that each of us have yeah. found within each other of there's some sort of common ground, I mean, and so that's why we're we're hanging out. We're all right? fucking horny, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> we're all what? horny. So yeah, I don't know, it's, it's just sleeping. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> Eddie, right there, that's perfect. So it ended up. Yo, and that wraps up another original Thoughts podcast. Thank you, everybody, to listening in. Thank you, Adventure love Ed. Y'all. Thank you very yeah, much. Thank you for having me, guys. Eddie, yeah, that was awesome. what's up? I'm what's blessed. Up? I'm so honored. It's oh, yeah, great to have you on as the very first podcast uh, guest. Follow him, Adventure.ed. I got a YouTube channel. Instagram, I make bird on videos. YouTube, on YouTube. Crazy videos. Adventure Ed. Not just bird videos, travel videos, travel videos, tips on like how to be exactly. more environmentally conscious. Like follow yeah. this man, get sure. some good it's tips. A, it's a he nature environment channel. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Um, thank you, Ed. Yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you, guys. That All was right. awesome. Peace out, everybody. Take care. Have Love a good y'all. Weekend.